Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT podcast. We're here with Bolo. Uh, Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo is a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review <laughs> on RuPaul's Drag Race UK. UK season five. So let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling. GNT. Podcast Clank. Everyone, welcome to the one and only professional podcast. <laughs> That looks at RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Right now, we're on season five. We are. We season are. five, episode seven. Oh, um, you know the drill. We watch it live. We watch it mm. once through so that we get to give you our unfiltered, you know, unrehearsed opinions. Ooh. Unsolicited, okay? most Yes, we don't need time to think about how we think we feel. We know how we feel. <laughs> we know how we want to feel, okay? We, just, and sure, mistakes can be made. Um, but they aren't. <laughs> Because we're perfect. We're beautiful. We, we look, look like, like seal. <laughs> Accurate. Yeah. Yeah. How are you today? I'm fine, Tom. I'm 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 great. It was I'm touch good. and go though, wasn't it? It was. It yeah. was touch and go, Bolo. Yeah. Wasn't it? I'm I'm, not, I'm no longer that man. I'm no longer that same man. I no longer touch and go, Tom. <laughs> no. Okay? No. I mean, let's move away okay. from the accusations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I won't hear another word of that. Thank you very much. I mean, uh, your voice. You've had to look after it today. I've had to. I've had everyone. I've had to go on vocal rest. Mm. Now my voice has been a bit. You know, it's gone. Honey okay. and lemon, hot water. And it's been it. sad because you know I always sing, and I'm so frustrated, but I can't hit notes. Even when I'm just singing around the house, oh. I get really angry that I can't hit the notes. Oh, no. He doesn't have the range. <laughs> he doesn't Tom, have the range. He doesn't have the range. He doesn't have the range. He doesn't have the range. Yeah. You've but, not caught what I had. Uh, I don't know. No. I mean, if anybody's interested, I did actually have COVID. That's why I was so unwell uh, last week. Thankfully, <laughs> in recovery now, being yeah. slightly less performatively ill. Still got my blanket on, but not a piping hot cup of tea. Mm. Yeah. You know what? Do I notice now that Tom? Because you know, obviously Tom's been sick. He's been at home. All of a sudden, the house is really warm. Oh, here we go. And it's really warm in the house. I'm like, wow. Is it, is it just Tom? Is it your present? But it, no. When Tom's when <laughs> my Tom's when Tom's presence. not working. When Tom's at home, all of a sudden the heating's on. I'm I was like, working, by the way. I was working from home. Wow. <laughs> I was just like, wow. It's so beautifully roasting in this house. It's never like that when you're not here. A, it's November. There is a gradual stepping up in the amount of heating we're allowed to put on. And B, learn to use the thermometer must be nice just learn to use it i've showed you so many times okay so everyone everyone knows the drill we watch it once we we give our opinions Mm -hmm. and they come from our backgrounds my background is a performer professional performer and tom lives on in our hearts and and minds and tom is a you know working and Superstar <laughs> mental health psychiatrist. Don't over egg the pudding. He, but, um. he is world renowned. <laughs> I mean, he is the one, the only. <laughs> he is, he is, he's that bitch. Okay, you're taking it a little far now, but um, yes, no. I am a professional working in the profession of mental health. And so then we look at it through those lenses and then we give you our opinions, but it's always with respect for the queens. First and always foremost. Always with love. Fans, and we love them. As super fans. Mm. That's it, that's it. Yeah? Yeah. Yep. We can't do what these queens can do. Absolutely not. Okay, I could never be that mediocre because I'm joking. <laughs> Whoa, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh my gosh. They are not on my level. They will, don't compare yourself to me ever. <laughs> you are not on my level. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, I'm not on their level at all in any way, shape, or form. But we love the show. 
And this is our way of paying our love and respect to Yes, indeed. There it is. Now, in saying that, Tom, yeah. give me the power ranking for right. the current season. Off the top head, because I've actually not it's scribbled very... it down. So we've got we've got Ginger Johnson as the clear lead with three wins, um, having never been in the bottom two. Uh, we have several other queens who have one win each. They include Michael Maruli, who I think is kind of... Michael's up there. Michael has not, never been in the bottom two and has been high often. Um, yeah. we've got Tamara. we don't encourage that either okay well you know not here to judge either <laughs> yeah don't put it that way um, you know uh, Tamara also has one win Tamara Thomas and she has not been in the bottom two has she she's not lip sunk nope she has lip seen but she was lip sync for the win yes for the win not for the not for the mm. life as it were um, now we have one other queen with a win and that is Caramel uh, who has actually been in the bottom two Twice. So, once, uh, sorry, once. Once, once she's, she's lip synced three times. Yes. But only one of those three was actually lip syncing for her life. The other two were for the win, one of which gave her the win. So, you know, she's also got like another half a win because she was like in top two in that first um, episode, but Vicky got the win. We're not going to start going to the summer points and okay, fractions. Okay. It's, a, it's a win. I don't have the maths brain to do all the PPE score stuff either. And then we've got Dee Delicious and Kate Butch, neither of whom have a win. Both of them are wonderful queens. Dee Dee has now bottomed twice. She turned into quite the lip sync assassin, mm-hmm. quite the power bottom. Uh, Kate has never been in the bottom two um, and has often been high. She, it feels like she's missed out on those often? wins. Yeah, well, she was in the Panto episode. She was in Snatch Game. Okay. Um, was she? Wasn't she safe? In what? No, no, no. She was high last week. Yeah, she was. Yeah. I'd, I'd like you to stop trying to <laughs> desecrate her name. Thank you. <laughs> Come off it. We know she's listening. <laughs> um, uh, and there we go. And we have had... Sorry, qu- you said often. She's only been in the, She's only been high twice. No, okay. Well, she was kind in seven epi- of... In six episodes. She was so. kind of high. She was given positive critiques for the... Um, panels as well but she was she high i just don't know why you keep attacking her i'm not i'm just i'm just you're making it sound as what though she she's been like a michael maruli high that's not the same equivalent she hasn't been high she's she's been high sometimes but i think the majority of the I time she's been a very she's been very jammed she's been very safe no no come off it i need you to stop this i mean if train. she was a pearl should be prep i mean she is giving us a safety. safe She's giving us safety, Queen. I need you to get off the Kate Butch hate train. <laughs> it's like, you know, talk to the ticket make, inspector, find out what the next stop happen. is. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we've also said goodbye to a couple of queens who had wins, which is actually kind of unusual, like, before the halfway point. Vicky and Banksy both had repeater badges. And they're both sitting home by Dee Dee, who had none. Dee Dee's the um, repeater badge winner assassin. Yeah. Um... And that's that, really. We, we've also said goodbye to Naomi Carter and Alexis St. Pete. And that's everyone. That's Thank everyone. You. Thank you for giving me a, a broad generalization of how the mm. show is going so far. My question was, <laughs> what's the power ranking? Well, that's it, really. <laughs> what? You didn't I, give I it? kind of went in order. Ginger. Ginger is, I mean, she just came. She, She's I mean. kicking ass. She's like a silent assassin, isn't she? She's giving she, very Jinx Monsoon in, in the way that in the, in the first couple of episodes, she was a bit like there, mm. but wasn't there there. And now she's here. She's now got she's this here. gentle confidence, hasn't she? She's she's experienced. She knows what she can do. And she's getting the recognition from the judges. But she's not like 
She's not brash. She's not boastful. She's got three... Unless that changes this If episode. I was Ginger, I would be... The, the, the level of arrogance I'd have right now in the competition. <laughs> You'd be intolerable. I would be like, yeah, guys, can you just... Yeah, um, <laughs> let me sit down first, and then you guys can work around me. I've come up with a set of rules. The workroom. <laughs> Um, Absolutely. Nobody talks unless they're holding the talking stick. If, oh my gosh! Isn't there? Who was the drag queen? Did they, who was not the drag queen? Who was the queen? There was one. Feronda. Feronda did that on America's Next Top Model. <laughs> the one with Jade. The, the Jade season. Jade. Um, icon legend. She, star. she she came with a list of like house rules for everyone yeah, yeah. in the house. And it was, did Jade tear them up? Yes, a, yes. a lot of them tear them up. <laughs> a lot of them tear them up. But um, yes, Ginger is absolutely annihilating it. Could you imagine? She's got four wins in a row. Could you imagine? Well, we're into. We know that it's an acting challenge today, and we know that she's an excellent comedian. It's possible. Um, I do feel like you know, there's a. F- it doesn't still. It still doesn't feel like a one horse race. It does feel like the next few episodes will be really interesting because, again, queens like Michael have done so so well, and I feel like she's on the brink of another win. Like Tamara has been so impressive. Um, Caramel has had this roller coaster, but she's still a fierce queen and, you know, could take another win. Um, Kate, I'm holding on for Kate to just get that win at some point. I'm rooting for her. She's our underdog. I'm going to put it out there. And I feel that at any opportunity that the show gets, Kate's out. So, and I say that with love, but there are many times that they could have featured her. Yes, agree. And they haven't. Agree. I think um, they disrespect namely, her, namely the Snatch Game. I feel like she really, you know, showed us a, a brilliant performance. But even more so, the Snatch Game. Even more so in the musical. I felt like I felt like she was such a great opener. She maintained it. She was such great energy. So good. She really had it. I felt like that could have been a great opportunity for her as well. So, and, and then also something that I said last week. I don't think they can take two queens of the same similar archetype to the finale. I don't. I think it's it does not either. No, it's yeah. either going to be Ginger or Kate. And at this stage, Ginger having three wins, Kate having none. It, it seems that like they've made up their mind. Ginger is going to be the one going to the finale. So I feel like Kate is is, is there. Is just there. And a- I feel like Kate should know. And how would you mm. feel in that moment, knowing? You know what? I mean, I'm just buying time now. Surely. I mean, that's how I'd feel. I'd be like, hey, cool. I'm not being featured. And that's when I would start making fights. I'd start making, <laughs> I'd start making viral moments. I'd be like, well, if I'm not going to get the crown, I'm going to get the, I'm going to get the followers. I'm going to get the knuckle dusters. I got to make up, I got to get merch done. Like, what am I going to do? So she's reminding me a little of Dakota Schiffer in the sense that um, the signs are there. And I feel for it because I loved. I love Dakota. I love Kate. I think they're both such fantastic, talented queens, but kind of disrespected by the show. Like Dakota, it was like, I can see what's coming when um, the snatch game was she Pete. wasn't praised for a Pete Burns. I was like, oh, I see what's going on here. Um, <laughs> and then with Kate, I've seen it several times when she was asked to step to the back after being given pro- uh, uh, positive critiques in the panto. And then mm. it was Michael, Vicky, and Ginger, who all did fantastically. Kate did just as well. And she exactly. sent to the back while they were praised. I agree. Um, what has Kate done to warrant such the stain? <laughs> what has she done? What have I done to warrant such disdain? Such disdain. While we're on the subject then, should we just like maybe give some vague predictions of how we think the next few episodes might go? 
Guys, as always, we have not been party to any spoilers of this season. This is psychic energy that we're playing with and thinking about how the, the... To be fair, the roadmap in Drag Race UK is fairly similar year to year. So we're having an acting challenge next. We're probably going to have a makeover and we're probably going to get a roast. Does that sound about, about right? Before the final three. Mm-hmm. Unless okay. they do a final four. But let's say that there's two more episodes of this one. Acting challenge coming up. I love Dee Dee to bits and I think she's worked so hard. I don't see her surviving this episode after two episodes in the bottom. I mean, Dee Dee is, an, is a very good actress. She hasn't given me reason to think that she's not. Give me examples. I mean, we had the musical, which, yeah, she didn't. I felt she didn't give the right energy in her first like minute but then she found it and then she was great and she really was you know she she was good so from there i i gather that she knows how to perform she's not afraid to look silly and stupid which for me is one of the biggest things that can help you if you're not afraid to look dumb or stupid or ugly you can let you can you know let loose loose. so i think that you know even if she's not the best actor i bet you she'll give it her all she will will. she's a damn hard worker that dd i I love her for that as well but what i'm thinking as well is that powerhouses here mike when it comes to comic acting kate ginger michael is there's just not going to be a problem for them well yeah, it's going to be yeah. between you know Didi Kara and Tamara in the bottom, and Tamara's Tamar- been good in well, that thing as well. This is what I'm saying. Tamara like finds her funny, mm. so it's it's a it's a process of elimination. To be honest, because they're fierce thing, queens. My only thing is this: with um with other people, for example, if I have to look at a queen, just you know, just to use it as an example for like Jinx Monsoon. Jinx Monsoon as a as a queen, Bendela Bendela Cream as as a queen who doesn't feed off approval. And what I mean by that is when you're performing, whether it's a dancer or an actor on theatre, you do seek the approval slash the energy from the audience. You tell a joke, you expect a laugh, and mm-hmm. you some some people feed off that. Some people feed off the crowd going hard for you, and then you go harder for the crowd. And I feel like Tamara's a queen that if she doesn't get that approval, she doesn't get that reaction that that she wants from the crowd, I think she will start to wilter. She'll start to shrivel and and be like, oh, and start to second guess. Start start to second guess. Whereas other queens don't need, other other, other actors don't need that. They they trust in their process, they trust in their character, and they they run through with it. Just thinking of the examples that you chose there, wouldn't 100% agree with Dayla because we saw her in the... A comedy challenge on season six and when she got heckled the ad i mean it, it was partially in the edit but she basically walked off stage so she she you know she's she does need that she does um anyway and then a makeover challenge who do you see struggling who do you see rising to the top in a makeover like you you asked me that question because you just want me to say kate tom um, and you're just coming from me. Um, I thought we had a talk you're about really, this a minute ago. You're really trying to feed um, the narrative that I'm not like on the cake train, which I absolutely am. So you bless, can stop. Bless her heart. I mean, I don't you think are, it'll be her forte. Yeah. I think she's got so many other. Ama- I'm happy to say it. Okay. I think she's got so many other amazing talents. I don't necessarily see it being her forte. And makeovers are quite notorious for being a bit arbitrary. In the sense that the judges kind of decide, oh, you didn't fulfil this, you know, 
really arbitrary criteria. You're going home, like with Dakota last time. Amazing makeover should have been in the top. Oh, absolutely. They sent her home because that, like, they said, "Oh, I don't quite like the way that that's clashing with that." And not to, not to read anyone, but when I saw Black Pepper walk out with the whole the white face, the first time I've ever seen her do that, I was a bit confused. I, was well, I like, thought Danny Beard looks great. Danny, yeah, I was like Danny Beard, and I oh, know it's not that's yeah, and. and you know what she did say in the workroom? Uh, you, you've not seen me. My drag, I've done this drag. I've done that. But to someone who's seeing you for the first time and you're showing us your signature, signature drag, that's not what I would associate with the whole family of looks that you've brought yeah. with you this season. It's not. So it, I, I was a bit like, huh? It wasn't a smart use of branding. Mm. Yeah. And then let's say we have a roast. I think we've got several queens here who could kill a roast. I think no one could could beat if if I had to say a name, I would say Kate. That would be Kate's thing. If Kate makes it, if she depends the order, the makeup. Oh, and Michael. Michael would be amazing. I could see Ginger killing it as well. Um, I don't see either Kara or Tamara. Funny that they are like being great at putting together a comedy set. Oh, I mean, if we're looking from the reading challenge, I would. I worry for Kara. <laughs> oh. oh, I absolutely worry for Kara. I wonder if Kara could win the makeover. Sometimes queens who are naturally gorgeous aren't always the best at beating somebody else's face. Like Courtney Act, for example. You know, she's used to chapstick and mascara. I bet you she was like, why are you not transforming yeah, with yeah, yeah. just my my, my <laughs> chapstick and, and eyeliner? Why it, are you it not? works for me. <laughs> yeah. Am I am I doing something wrong here? Is <laughs> why she, don't you look the same as me yeah. in a two-piece? Do you like my accent, by the way? Were you giving us Australians? I was giving the accent, yeah. Oh, nice. nice. <laughs> I think it was nice. It was different. It was unusual. It's unusual. It's different. It's nice. So, yeah, just that's a bit of a rough sketch of how I think the next few episodes could go. Prove me wrong, guys. Surprise me. The girls are back in the workroom. We've just seen a little bit of the beginning and we will now discuss. Will okay? we? Let's conversate. I think let's start at the mirror message from Vicky ending in <laughs> love most of you. That was interesting, wasn't it? Um, it is interesting because we have seen a few exit interviews that Vicky's done. And Vicky's a super talented girl who was striving all season there's a sense, and you know, obviously she's perfectly entitled to these feelings and they're understandable. I think she was quite disappointed that she didn't go further. And she was quite open about not gelling with certain cast members. Yeah. Right? I mean, let's let's just call it Banksy. I think I saw three separate exit interviews, all of which she went on a monologue about how she respects Banksy, but she'll never like her. You know what? Something's just, I feel bitter left unsaid. What's the point? I felt like What's she kind of, she wasn't in drag either in the exit interviews. And I'm, that's fine as well. That's her choice. But it just felt like she got out the wrong side of the bed that morning. And Banksy was well in her, like, in her crosshairs. Yeah, there's a, um, I'm going to say this and then you can butter it up. Because you know, you know me, you know how to translate for me. <laughs> so you can, you can, you can do that for me. I feel like there was a sense of I've done it, I've done the work, I'm 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 a hard working queen, I've been there, I've done it. 
I feel entitled to have gone further. I th- and I feel like that's her energy. And I, she said that that's not, but I feel that that's definitely her energy. Do you know what? I don't think that's an entirely unfair thing to say, but I also think it's it's a very human thing to feel. And I think that we can all connect with that. I think we've all experienced circumstances where we go in with what we feel are the best credentials, the best CV, that we've brought a great, we're very prepared and we've worked very, very hard and it doesn't pay off. And that that's a tough, that's a bitter pill to swallow. It really, really is. And I, I, I sympathise with Vicky if that's what she feels. And she's entitled to that feeling. Um, it interests me that Banksy was something of a focus because Banksy kind of feels a bit the opposite in many ways. Like Banksy had this like down-to-earth charm this sense of like instinct about her, like these really good fashion instincts, for example, um, and this kind of off the cuff wit. She she didn't s- seem like somebody who went in there who obviously she prepared for the competition, but not to the degree that somebody like Vicky did. And I wonder if it was hard for Vicky to see somebody who didn't display what she felt were the same qualities receive a lot of praise and, and become very well liked. You know, Banksy has has, has become a real favourite in the cast. A lot of people are sad to see her go. Yeah. It's it's just funny that cause we saw these interviews and I was like, something's a bit left unsaid. And mm. then the first thing that we see when they come back in the workroom is her saying, love most of you. And then again, I was like, again, most something's, yeah. <laughs> something's a bit like, what's the point? What's the point? But you know what? If it's going to create drama... Why not? She might have left it there to do exactly what Tom, the, she has a right to show her color. She has a right, she has to, a show right her to show her color. color. You know, she might have left it there just to do exactly what happened, which is to stir things up a little bit and create a bit of good TV. Mm, yeah. Although, you know, again, she was in her feelings when she left, and mm. she might have genuinely felt that. And I'm loving it. I'm loving it because now they're all saying that Dee Dee is the lipstick assassin, which I agree at the moment she is. And she's not just winning. She's not just surviving lip syncs. For mm-hmm. me, an assassin is someone who's actually winning. So she's many people really, really so well. many people survive lip syncs mm-hmm. and then they're like, oh, I'm a lipstick assassin. No, no, no. You, you didn't kill anyone. I mean, a Band-Aid could have covered what you thought you assassinated. That is not, <laughs> that's not even, that, that is, that's a superficial cut. Okay, you gotta bring it's the house down. The house is not coming down. I mean, it's got no insurance. I mean, it's it's, it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> the house doesn't need insurance. Yeah, the house doesn't need insurance. Anywhere. The house is not coming down. You did not slay the house down, boots. No, just she's just, actually was, winning sorry, it, and she's actually sent home two yeah, bad winners, yeah, two yeah. people who rightfully could have got the the a better edit. In the mm. lip sync, or two people who rightfully mm. could have stayed, and she could have still said that she's going home, but mm-hmm. she was, she's actually, she killed people off. She really did. She really did. She's, she's um, killed off some fearsome competition. I, I'm really enjoying seeing Kara get into a bit of a tizzy about how Vicky's message might be about her. <laughs> and TD and Tamara are really feeding into this, which I found really hilarious. They're both being very naughty, very naughty girls. Um, Ginger says that. The lip sync assassin, Dee Dee, should bring this fire and humour to the challenges. It's an interesting observation. And, and it- I, I, what I was going to say, um, what if the challenges called for it? <laughs> it's not just the, the fire and the humour, it's the confidence in mm. in the art. I mean, it's, it's, it's something that her body understands, something that she understands. Mm. Is, it seems to be music and movement. And when you're confident and it's just, it, it's effortless. So yeah. Ginger could not bring the fire and humor the same way that she can. So it's, it's, I felt like 
I felt like, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but if it was a um, a dance-off, you know, remember episode one where you struggled very, very badly. If she said to you, just bring the fire that you brought in Snatch Game to the right, to that challenge, oh. I don't think that it would relate. Well, so I'm just, that. I'm not, I'm not, so, I'm, what I'm saying is oh, that. <laughs> well, I'm not, not sure I liked your tone, then, to <laughs> no. be honest. Actually, I, I didn't like my tone either. Yeah. I was just trying to say that it's not very helpful. Know. Something jumped out there, I think. <laughs> it's not really helpful. <laughs> What's Jim Johnson done to you? To say, unless the challenges are the same thing as the thing that she's comparing it to. I do hear what you're saying, but it's actually a very RuPaul thing to say. RuPaul is always saying, what you're good at, apply it to the challenge, which I agree doesn't always make sense to me because, like, we all have skill sets. Yeah don't we it doesn't but make in a, in a way i do also get it like if you know if you're a funny girl bring the funny in a dance challenge that sort of thing anyway i mean it's just like telling a chef bring that same passion <laughs> that you have for cooking to lip syncing for your life i mean what's he <laughs> gonna do go on stage and cut up a celery what's he gonna do peel a banana is he gonna go sa- saute a dish on that's not what's he gonna do that that's, pa- i think it's stupid that i'm passion sorry you bring in the kitchen yeah bring it to brain surgery <laughs> You can do it. Yeah. You really can. Exactly. Yeah. The same passion that you have for drawing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just investment banking. Yeah. <laughs> just use it um in a rocket <laughs> and fly in there and um you know fix those panels and satellites. I Go mean, it's help not. out Elon. It's not with SpaceX. I don't, it's not. I mean it sounds good. And you know, people say things like this and you're like, oh, that's so true. But no, 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 no. It's, um, you, 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 it's you in the RuPaul book of philosophy, isn't yeah. it? And it yeah. seems like people um, are starting to <laughs> create their own versions of that. And I, I, Ginger, like you are smarter than this. You Ginger, are, and also seen it. you can't compete with the philosophy of India Ferrer. Yeah. You know, and the four H's. So let's <laughs> not even try. Let's <laughs> not even try. Let's not go over there, mama. Yeah. What okay. were they again? Honesty. Honesty. Integrity. Integrity. Um, Halitosis. <laughs> Haliperidol. Haliperidol. Um, uh, uh, the, the four H's. Okay. And she lives by it. And so it must hair be real. Wigs. <laughs> okay. It must work because she lives by and, it. And that might be five H's, but they all stand. Oh, gosh. Do you know what would be fun if the badge system for UK drag race mm-hmm. determines who makes it to the top three? Whoever has the most badges. So we're kind it, of talking like the star system in All Star 7. But. If you have a star when you go home, you can give it to a queen. Ooh. Yes. So you Come get through to innovation. Well, wow, you know, producers, if you're, if you're listening, you know, we trademark. Okay, and in theory. Get, that would make it much more of a race in a competition. Th- in theory, who would Banksy have given her badge to? Banksy would have given it to Kate. And uh, I, I, we know the answers to this, but who would Vicky have given hers to? Vicky would have kept it. Vicky would have been like nobody's Vicky would have been like no 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 I'm not not giving this away but that would be so Uh, amazing so you know when the producers pin her down and prize it out of her hands who is she giving it to Michael Michael absolutely Michael Michael. but wouldn't it be amazing if you got to decide who gets it yeah I love that idea right oh my god I'd love to do like a theoretical what if with like various seasons let's just focus on this oh one my at God. the moment focus on this one let's put every, a pin in that let's put every, a pin in it very very everybody loves puppets let's come up here and i'm not the biggest fan of everybody loves puppets um it, throughout mm. the seasons i mean i can name i can probably name only on one hand times that it's been successful 
And I can think of yeah. Alaska reading um, Roxy. That was so good. I've got a tearaway underneath my tearaway. Uh, with my De- people there. <laughs> with my people. <laughs> that was good. That was really good. Chichi <laughs> Devane reading Bob. Jokes, oh, jokes, 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 jokes. New York, baby. <laughs> That good. was actually really good. That was yeah. so surprising coming yeah, from yeah. Chichi the Vein as well. Oh, Chichi was a gem. But could you can you think of anyone else that has no, successfully? I seem to recall Bianca doing a good one of a door, but I'm just I'm just assuming party but, Chola. Yeah, my Maybe. mom's Chola. Um, but you're right, Sharon Needles. Who did she do? I don't know. I just felt like she'll be good at it. Well, we can't assume. Well, that. I think everyone else pub, but it's not for me. It's a bit of a repackaged snatch game, um, uh, reading challenge, and they've spent their best jokes on each other. For me, um, I, I mean, this is it wasn't the strongest, but then again, everyone else pub, I'm not the biggest fan of it. The, the only person in there that was successful was Ginger, and she was very Ginger's successful. Got, I thought Michael was good as well. I thought Michael got a good few laughs. Um, and they tried to make out that everybody was terrible. Kate, I thought, was was actually funny, but Rue was very cold, I thought, which doesn't bode well for Kate. Well, I, I felt like her um, source material was quite difficult. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Tamara had a strong start just being Tamara being zany and then just laughed at herself. <laughs> Well, then she moved the comedy from her and moved the comedy to more engagement. And mm. she started to revel in being laughed at, then creating the laughter. And it kind of ties along what it's I was saying. That Tinkerbell effect you were talking about. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it, it kind of reassured me about what I was saying before. She is a good example of it. I fully agree with you. Mm, yeah. Which is so, I, yeah, it's just if she doesn't get their approval, which, I mean, she will work for it but i don't think that she can survive she on just back. relying on her character or her her, her, her resources mm-hmm. but ginger was good i mean how they all had that name badge and she says you don't need it she's like that's the only badge i got i was like girl ginger you are going in using the branch as a crutch i thought it was a two-in-one read because ginger was going off ginger's a smart comedian yeah yeah but i thought this narrative that that everybody was bad was incorrect uh, but ginger did win did win definitely and so today's maxi challenge with wings is an acting challenge in pairs they're doing screen tests based on dragged up versions of established british tv programs so we've got um, footballers wags which is based on footballers wives which was quite a camp over the top um drama uh, based on the lives of uh, the wives and girlfriends of footballers uh, then we've got uh, Hole Dark, which is based on the historical drama Paul Dark. Um, the lead character is, is quite swoony. Lots of ladies and gentlemen fancy him. Um, so that's the whole thing with that. And then there's Femmerdale, which is based on the long running uh, soap opera in the UK, Emmerdale, which is based on a rural village in Yorkshire. Work. Work, Mama. So, who are the teams? So, Ginger gets to choose because she's the winner from the mini challenge. Ginger chooses Kate to pair up with herself and they get whole dark. Kara and Michael, they get foot, 
Ballers, Wags, and then Tamara and Dee Dee, who are paired together, get Femmerdale. Mm-hmm. Now, before we go and watch any of the rehearsals, which we haven't yet seen, um, and progress into the show a bit more, mm-hmm. what do you think about the chemistry um, between these uh, these pairings? What, what do you, how do you think they're going to work? Do you think they've they got good complementary energy? Do you think they're going to do well? Who do you think is going to be the standouts? What yeah. do you think? I think um, Kate and Ginger, they feel like a, a duo, a partnership, both of whom are bringing strong comedic skills and instincts to the table. I do get a sense that Kate actually looks up to Ginger a little because Ginger is obviously she's won three badges and she's been in the game 15 years, hasn't she? But they still feel like they're treating each other as equals, which is lovely. Um, what do you think of um, Michael and Kara's chemistry going into this? I think Michael will be the anchor. Completely agree. And if Kara can just feed off the directions that Michael can give, mm-hmm. that she should be okay. I also think Kara seems to have a willingness and a desire to do that. I feel like Kara is looking to Michael for some guidance, <gasps> knowing that comedy is not her strongest. The thing is, though, in her confessionals and stuff, she makes me chuckle. And I think she'd be a laugh to hang around with. She just, But that's a different thing, as we often say, to being a comedian or a comic mm, actress. Mm. I think, absolutely, Kara saw the... the um, panel type challenge that they had mm-hmm. she she saw how great michael was oh. in anchoring in it and, yes. and how funny she was mm-hmm. and you know how flawless that went and i feel like she feels a bit grateful she feels a bit more confident going into it yeah knowing that michael's there and i feel that you know she, she got quite lucky <laughs> i think michael's gonna be fantastic in this i just have no doubt um and then last but not least we have we have didi and tamara our two babies and I just think their body language says it all. Like the way everybody else is kind of like, right, we're doing this. We're reading our script. We're going to sort out our drag in a minute, but we want to get our lines down. Who's doing what? What You know, what's our vibe? They're like lolloping around on the couch, completely directionless, struggling with accents. I mean, they're both such cuties and they're so lovely, but and funny in their own ways, but they are lost here. I like maybe it's a misdirect, but I would be very surprised to see them pull this out the bag. I just think this is the worst possible pairing. I feel, yeah, I just feel like there's no shift. That's it. That's it. There's no shift. I think yeah. they are so good with direction and they can go with it and they'll be amazing. Yeah. But if we think back to that panel, yeah, Michael Marul, I mean, Kara had, well, she didn't. <laughs> she had Vicky. But she had Bexy. No, so Kara didn't have any. I think Kara would go well the same as them two um, with someone who can just tell them where to go and how to do it. Uh, if I look, oh, they had Kate. Um, Dee Dee had yeah, Kate. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, Kate yeah. guided her into yeah. that, and I felt like that was great. Yeah. And then Tamara had Michael yeah. in that panel one. So and she was Ginger able to a degree. And, and but Michael was the, re- you know, Michael yes, was the actual was the spokeswoman, wasn't so she? Yeah. They had someone that could really anchor the basically how it went, and they kind of fed off there and, and went with it, and they mm. took it to amazing places. But I felt like they had to be captain. They had to be captained into it's it. It's a bit like, remember when in the stand-up challenge in All Stars 2, Alaska harnessed Alyssa's zany energy mm. and, you know, created this wonderful comedy set, whereas Alyssa just couldn't have done that exactly. on her own. Exactly. You, you need someone to really steer the ship. And if I mm-hmm. think about someone else, if, do you remember when um, Valentina and, oh, I know where this is going. 
Nina Benina Banana Fanana Osama Banana Brown. Yes. Remember when Nina, um, Nina Benina mm-hmm. was paired with Valentina to and create the, Tina to create, and Nina to create that um that comedy. Tina and Nina, yeah. And they really they didn't have a script. They just went off their field. They just mm-hmm. they were just two mm-hmm. girls having a good yeah. time. Yeah. And it went nowhere. We're just gonna improvise this. We're just gonna improvise. We're just gonna have mm. fun. And then I felt like that's the difference that they didn't have anyone that was a Michael. That they mm-hmm. didn't have anyone that was a ginger or a K yeah. to actually tell them, hey, this is how it's and Alexis work. Michelle, a yeah, producer. Yeah, producer. <laughs> <laughs> or Jackie. Jackie, remember Jackie? She was she was a producer too. Apparently, yeah. season twelve, mm-hmm. season thirteen, one of them, season twelve. Jackie Cox. Yeah. Producer. Yeah, they're in the reunion, they're like, oh, we didn't know that this season we had a producer on. Oh, and they're okay. all saying that Jackie was very, very the producer. I blanked out that reunion because um, it was over Zoom. And Drew was had that thing on his face. Take that thing <laughs> off your face. <laughs> okay, bring it to the runway. We get into the runway before we actually get to watch the final products. Yeah. And then we'll just talk about Product. what we saw in the rehearsals. Katie Price. Is in the house. <laughs> Can you point? Thank you, Tom, for... I don't know what that Mocking was. Mocking your speech impediment. Really don't know what that was. Um, but let's talk fashion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who is she? When is she? And why? Let's start with Ginger Johnson. Category is... Pajama-rama. Pajama-rama. So, Ginger... Com- no, sorry, it's Michael first. Um, Michael comes out with this really... I really like this. This is very much an intersection of like camp and comedy and, and sexy. Like she's wearing this uh, this black sort of negligee lingerie with this bright pink peignoir, but she's given it this this hard partying character. She says that she's a, a raunchy Geordie lass. Um, she's staggering down the runway with one heel. Uh, she's got all these kind of accoutrements in her hair. Um, she's She's like... I can picture this lady's life. She's telling a story and she's having a lot of fun with this. Look at that. Mm. She's not just walking the runway. She's portraying a life. It's very American's next top model, you know? <laughs> what story are you telling when you're walking down that runway? Because mm. um, I, I always think, what a stupid question, because I think everyone's story is, I, I hope I'm selling it, I want to win the competition. <laughs> but I think normally a story of a model walking down a runway is, oh, I'm hungry. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Or, or it's Africa. If you're a man, then it's Africa. Africa. That's all she thinks of. Um, so loving this look by Michael. Um, great look as always. I always think that her padding and everything looks really good. She portrays really nice shape. Um, next up, we have um, Cara Mal. Now, Cara um, has this look, uh, which consists of a dressing gown, a nice quilted dressing gown with these exaggerated rollers, which I think is probably inspired by the 2021 Pia Moss um, collection, which is actually an homage to uh, black inventors. And I think every look that was on the runway referenced an invention created by a black person. I know that runway that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I think... That runway wasn't the garment. Didn't it go further down? And wasn't she? It did. It did. Yeah. You know, but it was it was to the floor. But I do think it may be the source of inspiration here. Okay. Um, it could be Scouse inspired. It could. Be. I've seen Scouse girls love I've their seen, rollers. I've seen many of girls mm. um, in their PJs as Kara's. 
um, with rollers in their hair You've, at the Aldi, or if I'm if I'm Aldi. trying to be Michelle, if I'm trying to be Michelle, the Tesco, yeah, because she's trying to sound relatable to the you're UK. Not really queen. in the Tesco, to be honest, but you've never really been to Liverpool unless you've been to an ASDA on uh, around mi- midday lunchtime on a Saturday and seen several girls with rollers in their hair. Um, it's a message that they're giving to the world. They're saying, I am getting ready. I am pulling out all the stops for my night out tonight and I will have a great time. Um, and you're not invited. Um, but yeah, uh, also um, similar kind of look was done, but I think it was Vinyas Deluxe on um, Dragos Philippines. Oh, yes. Mm. Next up, we have Kate. I think this is the best Kate's look, this black and white detox, you know, well, I say detox inspired because she was the first queen to do black and white. Was she? Uh, well, she, prominently on Drag Race, yes, she was. On the, in the reunion? Yeah, uh, yeah, the reunion of season five and it inspired a runway theme on season eight. She's um, given that. This is the bit she's looked with the stabbing in the back, um, the acting. Ah, ah. I'm acting. I'm acting. I really enjoyed um, her performance of it all and I think this is the best she has looked. I think she looks really great. I agree with you. Um, she's given this this rather fabulous grayscale look, n- amazing performance. And I think that this this peignoir that she's wearing is is very stylish, very lovely. Um, and it's all in the performance, the way she collapsed and we saw the knife in her back. Really fantastic. Great job, Kate. Mm. Yeah. I think this is her best intersection of style and camp so far. Ginger just looks like a a happy girl going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> she's delightful in this isn't she's she she's just like yay I'm going to bed and but I look pretty look at me <laughs> she is wearing uh, this sort of baby doll uh, dress with the, the the big curly hair and the bunny ears she's, she's giving me a really fun character and yeah she is exuding a lot of joy I do think um, the 60s are a frequent point of reference for Ginger because she did the Pierre Cardin look a few weeks ago um I guess that maxi dress is probably a bit more seventies, but certainly this is a lady who knows her fashion and loves the the fashion of of, of the decades gone by, sixties and seventies and eighties. Remember her her gem inspired construction challenge look, and I did love that. Um, I I really like her diverse range of references. She's given us lots of different silhouettes. Um, she looks super cute and she exudes joy here. Talk to me about Dee Dee. This is fun, isn't it? This is fun. To me, this would give me like early noughties Heatherette, um, especially with this boa with all the different um, stuffed toys in it, because Heatherette did a show that was uh, very Hello Kitty inspired. Uh, I think it was 2003, I want to say, um, with basically <laughs> models just with bits of Hello Kitty stuck all over well, them. Was Oscar De La Renta who did a military jacket? We, 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 need, a, a, we need a military jacket. It was 2003, here. wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> So, and she's wearing this zebra onesie. This is cute. It's different for Dee Dee. Um, my favorite bit is the the stuffed animal um, boa. I just think this look is just beautifully hodgepodge. <laughs> but that's the intent, isn't it? She, oh, is it? Okay. Well, work. That's what I think. I mean, you know, she's kind of like, the, she is inspired by her own childhood bedroom and her, her soft toys. And I mean, that that is hodgepodge, isn't Bring it? Bring it to the hodgepodge. Hodgepodge. <laughs> But I think, you know, she's tailored this onesie quite beautifully. Uh, we can see her shape. Mm-hmm. She looks cute. Hodgepodge also lives in um, the next look. <laughs> so Tamara names her references as she comes down the runway. And I could see this because um, she mentions Moschino and Jeremy Scott. Now, um, Moschino 
uh, well, back when it was Franco Moschino, uh, quite famously did uh, looks incorporating teddy bears in the late 80s. Um, and it was referenced again when Jeremy Scott took the helm of the fashion house in uh, 2014, 15, something like that. Well, not not that that's when he took over. I can't remember that. But that was around the time that they were doing this kind of uh, retrospective show. And we saw more teddy bear looks, you know, all these garments with teddy bears stuck on them. Um and I mean, this is this is very Tamara. Tamara likes to show body, and she's given it a cute twist with the teddy bears. I thought um, you were going to say this is very Tamara, where she um, models the hell out of it and she sells it. She does sell it every oh, time. I know she brings it to you every runway. Mm. She knows how to sell it anything. This, but this to me, to my unfashioned eye, is you know a bunch of teddy bears glued to a. A brown penny. I appreciate the reference and I appreciate the way she modelled it. You appreciate. I appreciate. There are elements when she was walking about, like the, the, some of the teddy bears were hanging down a little bit and that sort of thing. And I would have liked them arranged with perhaps a little more finesse, maybe. Finesse. How, having said that, she always models the hell out of it. And I, having I said that, Terry was a bad husband and an evil man. <laughs> Uh, it was she says um i am i i i, I won't hear a remember. bad word against t- terry having said that he was a very bad husband and quite an evil man <laughs> <laughs> um she looks cute she looks cute and i like the reference All right now let's get into the mexi stage performances we've just seen the first act footballers wives mm. Football's wags, thank football's you. Football's wags. Source materials, football's wives. The um the actresses here were a Cara and Michael Maruli. Yeah. I forgot to ask you, Tom, who was your favourite outfit? Oh, uh, favourite outfit on the runway? Yeah, I forgot to ask you. Oh, um, oh a few good ones this week. Uh, I want to say um, Michael or Cara. Or okay. Or maybe Kate. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would say... My favorite, mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. Deborah. You, Deborah. I would say it was Kate. I really liked it. Wow, what a turn up for the book. Oh, come off it. Now, let's get into this, Tom. <laughs> let's get into the acting. Footballers' wags. Look, it was good. It was good. It was good. I actually got into it. I enjoyed it. It was funny. It was comedic. It was OTT. Everything good. that you'd expect. I really enjoyed... I mean... <laughs> I hope I've, I don't sound like a, uh, a broken record, but like, you know, Michael's just a, a seasoned queen. She's a pro. She's great at this sort of and thing. And it's it's the little things that she does. It's the little reaction. It's the way that she'll slap and then, and then, and then the, the, the effect after the slap, she just gathers herself in, in character. It's just yeah. the little things that you see. And Kara was so good to have, you know, kept up with I her. I agree. I agree. She, did, she really did. The, it wasn't as control. The acting wasn't as controlled. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree as with you. Michael's, but it wasn't complete mayhem. And there, you know what? She did have levels, especially at the end. And then yeah. I don't know if it was improv, but at the end, how she walked away. It says, "Oh, let's get get you a yeah. drink. Yeah, it's going to be your first drink." That I was like, "Oh, come on, Kara!" I, th- I thought that was improv. Come on, improv girl. Like I, I thought that was improv. I thought it was, it was improv. Very good. Or it was very, very good acting. Very yeah. good natural acting. Uh, I I really enjoyed it. The physical comedy, the I mean, it was good. What did you think? I, I agree with everything you said. I don't have a huge amount to add, other than like I think a really good thing that was in Michael's favor here is I I think she 
was loving footballers' wives when it was on TV first time around. There was a lot of it around at the time, this kind of um, very glossy, dramatic, high-camp ITV um, drama. So there's footballers' wives and bad girls and that sort of thing. And um, yeah, I think Michael was probably a fan of it and got the source material because I could see her channeling Tanya Tucker. Um, whereas Cara might not have had such a connection to the material, but I still think she did a great job. Yeah, she did good. Mm. You know, it, like I said before, at times she was. You know what? There's a certain way that you act when you when it's not your thing. Yeah, and it's just being loud and mm-hmm. uh, and, and ott, and it's <laughs> and it's not very. It's not a measured. It's not a calculated. It's not a natural performance. It's mm-hmm. it's just being loud and ott for the sake of it. And mm-hmm. that's RuPaul's Drag Race acting, and she did slip into that sometimes. Um, but I think, I mean, her journey in the character I felt was you know it was, it was worth it at her the journey. end her journey her journey I, I think yeah I think she took Michelle's uh, feedback very well and used that to give a really good performance next up we have Ginger and Kate and they've got Foghorn that's the name of the program Tom Um, yes also known as Hold Up Hold Up yes yeah. yes Tom yes. It, it's good that you're here because I don't know any of these shows so um, I, I mean, he's, I I don't know Paul Dark that well, but it's you know a period piece. He's some sort of captain. It's set in Cornwall. It's a bit raunchy. Yeah, that's all we need to know. I think. Well, that's what I saw, Tom. Mm. That's what I saw. Accurately depicted in that sense. I thought it was great. I think them to have great energy. Yeah, they both understand comedy. I mean, the acting that you got from both of them so dramatized, so OTT. But you know, it wasn't. People yelling to try and be mm. a character. Was it people yelling to try to be a good actor or try to be, you know, brass? It was. It was in the subtleties. It was in the way that they mm. spoke. It was in their face. It was in their intention. It was in their mm. body language, and and that's what you have to do when you're yeah. when you're acting. It's not about just being big and running around and trying to take up, a, you know, physically take up so much space. You, you got to yeah. channel that, and they both did that very well. Kate was funny for me. They're, yeah. I mean, they're, first of all, they're both funny, but they were, when Kate did the rub against the you pole really laughed and at gave that high punch, <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was just it. very silly, wasn't it? Was it was really silly and funny. Yeah. And when they both started getting all crude and brassy for the captain, I just thought it was, I just thought it was, it was hilarious. It I mean, was I, funny. Th- I think they went too far, frankly. Yeah, I mean, children. I was disgusted. This is, this is why there's a ban going on, Oh, Tom. God. This, this is why. This, this. This is it. Ginger. This is why. Ginger, Kate, you're the reason why they're trying to ban story time. Thank you. Thank you for contributing to that. Um, but no, they were but seriously, they were both really, really good. Yes. They were both good. Um, again, Ginger, just like very professional. I can tell she's been doing this. Professional. Professional. And, and Kate, like a really great comedian who was just going for the joke every time. She's really committed. Fantastic. I mean, that's... That's all, that's all we need to say. That's all I need to hear. The final pairing is Tamara Thomas and Dee Delicious. First thing I want to note is that the accent is just perfection. Um, coming from a, from, coming um, from a Kiwi, <laughs> from, you know, from, from the opinion of a New Zealander, I thought the accent was just mwah, chef's kiss. Amazing. I mean, Dee Dee's accent was <laughs> wild. 
Ha- Didi, tell me you've never been north of Watford without telling me you've never been north of Watford. Where's Watford? Just just north of London. Oh. Harry Potter world. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know why there is so like big on the accent when the two main judges are American and they won't know a difference between any accent. Michelle will claim she does because oh, Michelle, Michelle just, you know. Michelle never passes up an opportunity to remind us she's an Anglophile. Well, you know, she, no, she's always like, oh, the Tesco. How many times has she said, she sees the Tesco like, again. Getting pissed up. On look, the at me, look at me, look at me. And I know what the Tesco was. I'm one with the people. I'm it's one like, with well, the listeners. Well done, Michelle. We get it. We get it. We Being get it. You know the Tesco's. Thank you very much. I, you know what, from the rehearsals, there are so many stuff ups and so many forgetting of the lines with the girls and so much direction. When I saw the final product, I I thought that they were okay. I'm sorry. I thought they were okay. They must the, have had to put it together piecemeal from, the, from what we got from the rehearsals is it was line, line, line. So obviously they put something together in the end, but definitely part of the critique is going to be Michelle had to feed them. What I lines. what I thought the only thing I could think of is if I had to get into it is that a lot of the lines I felt weren't a lot of the times it wasn't really the, ugh, how do I say it they were just yelling the lines at each other and, and mm-hmm. in any good way they were just saying the lines at each other but they weren't finding uh, different ways of saying do you remember there's that scene in the comeback mm-hmm. where her line is. After a long night, after a long day, I don't need to see that. And then she spends an, a whole evening. Yeah. Even if she wakes up at night, she gets some cake and she's still going over that. Just that one line. I don't need to see that. I don't need to see that. I don't need to see that. I don't I need to see don't that. Need to, exactly. I just felt like a lot of the times they didn't really find it, ways of saying it. Yeah. And really living and like giving each word its own purpose I, or, or finding ways. You know, it was just like, you did it, but you did it, instead of you did it, breathe and then finish the line. That's because they didn't know the lines and that's we fed them. That's what I was saying. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying. I, mean, I think it's a really, really good observation. There was, a, I think Kate. Kate was really good in it when Kate was, you know, saying the whole because they, you could easily go charisma, uniqueness. No, no, she said the gore, the audacity, of the gore, the and the gumption, and the way she did. And but the she gumption. said it. Yeah, she said it. She goes the nerve, the audacity, the did that, and yes. <laughs> that gums yeah, like she, yeah, yeah. you know she played around with the lines I don't think they played around with it too much they had the lines and they just they just said it I did I did I just enjoy... wish there was a bit more uh, intention yeah. and more, more life given into the script but they were they were acting the hell out of it they were just you know two amazing high energy performers I, I think I liked Tamara's energy and commitment um and again, like, you know, Didi was doing her best, but yeah, I, I think it looks like they were pretty lucky to actually scrape a scene together. I th- yeah. But I they mean, did. It wasn't they bad. Did. They did. And, you know, that's how it works sometimes. Mm, it wasn't It wasn't bad from what I thought the rehearsals were going to be. It was just going into, okay, so who was actually, who was acting? Mm. And them two were just two high energy, amazing drag queens, high energy, you know, taking up the space and, and really getting into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I felt like there are moments where there could have been a bit more, you know, 
breathing or more acting mm. instead of just you. No, you, no, you, no, you. Do you know? Yeah. So before we hear from the other judges, um, who are our tops and bottoms this week? Kate is in the top. If there had to be a winning pair, it's Kate and Ginger. Kate and Ginger. So you think over Michael and... Do you think they're going to judge in pairs? Because we do have a clear bottom two pair. Like whether it's judged pairs or individuals, I just think that Tamara and DD are going to be in the bottom two. Yeah. That's that's just clear. I think, I, Kate, I think. Did a, Kate did a great job. So did Ginger. Um, they're the winning pair for me because they were both on each other's level. I think Michael did a really fab job as well and Cara did a very good job. Yeah. Um they're going to be safe. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So do you think the winning pair will be Ginger and Kate? Imagine if they're both got to win. It's it four I mean, wins in a row for Ginger. No. It's very much going to be up to the judges or rather Rue what she hands out this week. I I personally think the badge could easily go to like Michael Ginger or Kate. But it depends how they judge. Okay. And if we factor in runways... Um, then Kate? <laughs> well, Kate and Michael, I would say. Yeah. Although, you know, Ginger looks super cute. I really like her runway, but there's more concept and elevation in Kate's and Michael's. Go chuck her a bone. Give Kate, give Kate a badge. Come Could on, she earned it. Could it She's be? She's actually earned it. Could it be? Congratulations to Kate for her first win. Well, I have been rooting for Kate for weeks and weeks We were and weeks. rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. <laughs> that, we didn't even have to shout at her. The kind of, Congratulations, Kate. It's really, really lovely to see you get the praise you deserve. Then it kind of went really, really downhill in terms of energy here because the we bottom two... Shocked. The bottom two, um, Kara and... Michael. Michael is... I'm, I am shocked. I think it's fair to say that it's a week where the finished products that everybody created w- were good, yeah? But I just thought that Michael and Cara were... There was just nowhere near the bottom. I thought I thought Michael was great. Cara was very good. I said it two seconds ago. I, I think it was wrong. I think that they've made a mistake. I would be I, really, really interested to see the response to this. Not necessarily people's response. My response is that really, I don't think that... Well, I know the right choice was not made. I would agree. When we saw we saw the work that had to go into making that finished product for Femmedale. Even even taking away I agree. What You're right. You are to, right. Even even you just right. looking at the final product, it was it wasn't it it was just there was a winner out of them two and the bottom two for me was Tamara and Didi. Not because they were bad, but because they were the least best of the yeah, three. Yeah, that's it. That, that is was it. all. That is yeah. all we're saying. So I am very shocked at um, me too. Them two being in the bottom. We were. We looked at each other slack jawed. You pulled that face like Leighton from Married at First Sight Australia. <laughs> um, but um, the other judges made their decision, and I mean, like Michael looked shocked and Carol looked shocked, and I did not blame them. However, they pulled themselves together to produce what I think was a pretty fierce lip sync to Sam Fox's "Touch Me," which is a, an '80s classic. I'm a bit fearful for Michael because if I had to choose a winner from that lip sync, it was for me, it was Kara, and I could not take my eyes off her she was sexy 
she was moving so it was just it was a a lovely sensual sexual performance that I felt kind of went with the music it didn't help that Michael had the clown makeup <laughs> but um Kara was just she looked the part and then she danced the part and she danced so well. So I'm going to say that I'm actually leaning more towards Michael. And I th- I think they both did a cracking job, this this lip sync. I think they both really, really fought for it. I do agree with you that Kara was very sexy and sensual. For me, I enjoyed uh, Michael's more kind of what I saw as like a, like a commanding and powerful portrayal of the the song so whereas uh cara was given like this feminine sexuality for me uh michael was like serving up this like quite powerful sexuality i thought um i i could be wrong here i could be wrong here but i thought that cara missed a few words as well it's so hard for me because you know when i watch someone perform and dance yeah i'm not looking at their lips a lot of the time i don't usually myself i don't i, I usually am just looking at the movement I think, you know, Michael knows this song as well, given my, you know, it's a very, Sam Fox is very much a a British artist from the 80s. Um, I think Michael already knew this song and kind of embodied aspects of it and knew the words. Um, I think it's a very close thing. I think it's very close. I don't want to see either of these queens go at this point. I don't think it's Michael's time to go. At all, I don't. But if I, I'm, and, I and, and that's don't. where I'm standing here, saying, but I, if I had to base it off the lip sync, I would choose Kara so as I, the winner of the lip sync. But I, I, I really think that Michael did not deserve to be there at all. No, it's bullshit. To be honest, I, I, I actually feel that it was a very close run thing. But for me, my money's on Michael to win the lip sync. So Michael stays. Michael did, and I'm I'm really really happy to see Michael stay, but it's really bittersweet because I didn't feel like it was Kara's time to go either. Mm. I thought she she did a great job this week, and she did a fab lip sync, and she's been such a big presence in this competition. I actually felt really sad to see her walk off. Yeah, um, I didn't think today Kara was going home. I didn't no, didn't, she didn't see it. She didn't, didn't see that happening to either. Uh, it didn't feel like us. It wasn't to me a very satisfying end to her story arc. She's been a roller coaster girl. She's been such a dominant like presence in the workroom. Um, I just saw her being there to, with, with ups and downs. I saw her being there till the end. Having said that, I am very happy that Michael's still in the competition because I would have been gutted to see Michael go. Absolutely. I mean, I think Michael deserved a not to be in the bottom, but B. I see Michael in the finale. Mm. I do want to say, and this is with. All the mo- every single fiber of my being saying this respect and love. Mm-hmm. I do think Tamara's getting an Adore Delano edit slash like push. We, like the things yeah. that she does, had any other queen did it, for example, the loud and the blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. When Kyra did it, it was bad. Yes, yes. You're when Kyra, right. when the Kyra right. gave volume and over OTT, Michelle told her to, to calm down. Yeah. But when Tamara does it, mm-hmm. it's okay. And it's actually funny and adorable. And I think that she is just so charming and she can do anything and people will just love her. Yeah. But for me, I, I, it's just when I just purely look at the technique of acting, it was, you know, it was just mm-hmm. high energy volume. It was mm-hmm. loud and brown. But when, but that same critique has not, has not been, well, that same forgiveness wasn't given to, and it won't be given to other queens. I think Tamara's getting the, 
Edwards, Ellis Edwards. I was going to say Ellis is another example. The Ellis Edwards, um, the the um, Adordalano treatment, mm. and, and and that's all I'm going to say about that. There. I, I think it's a fair thing. It's no, like you say, it's no reflection on Tamara. She is who she is, and we love her to bits. We know that. But yes, yes, I think we can see a little bit of grace and favour there, definitely. Um, sometimes Rue is drawn to a certain queen's charm and charisma, and yeah, double standards are at play. But there we are. Mm. There we are. Everyone left has a win now. Does Didi ever win? No, no Didi doesn't have a win. Didi doesn't have a win. Uh, but it's a makeover next episode, and Didi has very good technical drag skills. Well, we'll see how that goes. Then maybe it's her time to mm. start shining and catching up. Ginger's still leading the pack. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely leading it. You know, she didn't get another win this episode, but she but got she a lot of praise. bloody high. Yeah, she was. She yeah. was. Yeah. Bloody high. Anyway, that's us for this week, everyone. Thank you for listening. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. Um, Tom, Tom, we're almost at 10,000. We're getting you there. You are almost at 10,000 followers yeah. on Instagram. Get us at 10,000. Tom will, Tom will give you a topless pick. <laughs> you don't want one right now. Oh, it's winter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I've not been well, to the gym yeah. in a couple of weeks. By the end, by the end I've of had, the year, I've had a virus. Yeah, I've had a bad virus. Well, I'm still saying Tom will give you. <laughs> Tom will post a lovely topless, um, tasteful, professional photo black on the white. Instagram. It'll be lovely black and white <laughs> shot with a bit of like little bit of chiffon draped over me. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, a bit of honey, it's a bit of smoky eyeliner. That's all. <laughs> right, this is Bolo. <laughs> and Dr. Tom. See you guys next week. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. <laughs>